can make any day the greatest day. Just visualize peace when you play this. I'm not saying my whole life's a meditative state, but I was God calm, cool, collect when I I've got ex-Boise State, ex-Cal State, Bakersfield, and current Northeastern Junior College coach Mike Mendoza on the phone today. What's up, Coach Mendoza? Can you tell me a little bit about what you've got going on out at Northeastern Junior College in Colorado? Yeah, it's a well, it's the second year of this program. So actually, this program was here in the 50s, 60s, and into the 70s, and then there was a 37-year hiatus, and then they brought it back just two years ago. So this is the second year of the program, um, but it's it's got great history to it. I mean, they they were they won three national uh, titles in junior college team titles, and uh, there's some national champs that uh, come through here and all Americans. So a, a lot of, you know, history and, and, you know, a lot of those guys are actually still around and alive and, and uh, you know, in the, in the region here. So it's, there's a lot of support. That's probably why, you know, the program got brought back. There's some wrestlers that, you know, still care about this program. And, and then to boot, we got a president here of the college that wrestled. So, you know, you add those two things together and the program comes back. Man, there, so is that something that brought you there? Were you attracted to it because it was a program that was recently brought back? Yeah, I mean, that, that's part of it. You know, the, the neat thing, the AD here, Marcy Henry's awesome. She's, you know, she kind of sent the kind of just a kind of perfect little email uh, to me after the program got dropped at Boise State. And, um, it wasn't too much. It was just, you know, right amount of uh, uh, time to wait and kind of a perfect little email. And, um, you know, and, and the thing that for me, you know, I've been in Colorado before. It's where I started my coaching career. So coming back here, you know, was, uh, you know, was appealing for that fact. And my wife's family lives about three hours south of here. And then, and then of course, you know, you added to that, the president of this college wrestled and, and obviously it took a pretty big amount of support to get the program brought back. So, yeah, I mean, it was a combination of things, but certainly them starting this program and the energy behind it from the community, and it's a small community, but just the energy and support for wrestling to bring it back was, a, you know, one of the things that was really appealing to me. Yeah, that's awesome. It's a, it's awesome they had kind of the wherewithal to uh, pick a guy with, you know, that has your background and is your caliber of a coach um, at a program like that, kind of turning a, a negative into a positive, it sounds like. Um, yeah, and one of the guys that uh, is pretty big in wrestling and is actually a Northeastern grad is a, kind of a big referee refs out in uh, the Cliff King. He's kind of one of the lead refs out there, and he's got a good relationship with this college, and when they dropped the program, he kind of reached out to the president and to the AD and said, hey, you know, there's a guy whose program just got dropped on him, maybe worth giving a phone call. Because uh, that, that, it was just a right around that time or right before they had let go of the, the coach here. So um, kind of what spurred it all. And so you were at Adams State. That Was that your first college coaching job? That was, I was a graduate assistant out there, um, went out there right after I graduated from Cal State Bakersfield, 
and uh, went out there with uh, another guy that wrestled the Cal State Bakersfield, a teammate of mine. So he was, became the head coach and uh, lured me out here. So is that – did you meet your wife at Adams? I did. She was a track athlete out there and met her, and, and she was actually a graduate assistant coach out there for the track program, and uh, that's where I met her. And, uh, you know, I was also what kind of weighed into it, you know. Obviously, I pulled her from Colorado where her family lives, out to Bakersfield where I was coaching and was out there for 14 years. And then, you know, when the Boise State job opened up and took that job and, and uh, you know, at that time she had actually had her twin sister was living out in Bakersfield. I uh, moved out there just really four years before we moved out to Boise. So, kind of pulled her away from her family a couple times in a row for, you know, me and my career and uh, coaching career. And, and so obviously with this next one, you know, took that into consideration when I realized, you know, next co- coaching opportunity, moving actually back to Colorado near her, her parents. And, and obviously I've got a couple kids that are six and eight. And so, you know, just looking for something that's stable and, you know, take my family into consideration a little bit more on this next move. So, um, but yeah, the, uh, you know, kind of, you know, a lot of things that kind of went into consideration again for uh, being where I'm at. Yeah, that sounds like a real good fit. I know when, when wrestling programs get dropped, especially in the way that Boise got dropped, you know, it, it creates a sting throughout the whole community. I saw a couple of the early interviews that you had done. I think one was on a flow and um, the class in which you handled yourself was pretty amazing. Um, But one of the things that stuck with me was, you know, you said basically at that time, look, this is a big thing. Um, I need some time to process, um, which makes total sense. Now that you've moved on to your next job and it sounds like, you know, things really fell in line in a lot of different areas. Um, have you had time to process the Boise State dropping the program and all of the administrative and political things that have come out around it? And, you know, what what are your, your thoughts on the whole thing now that you're kind of sitting outside of it and it's in your past? Yeah, you know, well, I'll, I'll say this. There's definitely a lot to process, and, you know, and, and some of it's not worth processing because, you know, you can go through a range of emotions when something like that happens, and, and, and you know, you can, it can just it can, it can make you crazy. Um, so, you know, but I'll say this, you know, it, it's, it's unfortunate when programs get dropped because it affects so many people, and, and especially not just the people that wrestled at Boise State or not just the coaching staff or the guys that were, you know, had to find a place to transfer to, but, or even the alums, but you're talking about all the other wrestling programs that it affects. And, you know, for, for whatever reason, you know, administrators may look at a program and say, you know, well, when they have to make a tough decision, well, they drop wrestling at that school and it just becomes maybe you know, a, a target because of somebody else's, you know, decision to do that, whether it's poor or not poor or just corrupt or, you know, it's just, it's, it's sickening, you know, and a lot of times there's this, you know, this thought that wrestling's a dying sport, and that's the furthest thing from the truth. I mean, and, 
you know, I mean, there's just not enough college opportunities for high school wrestlers to pursue, you know, their, their career at the collegiate level. And so, you know, it's, it's a murdered sport. It's a sport that gets, you know, for whatever it gets murdered and, and for different reasons at different institutions. And, and sometimes it's, it's just bogus. And, and, uh, other times, you know, unfortunately, sometimes they just have to make tough decisions, but it's unfortunate because it's at the expense of a sport that really deserves opportunities. And so, you know, I, that's just one piece of it. You know, I just, it's unfortunate when any college program gets dropped and, um, you know, so it's, you know, it's one thing that, that, um, you know, I think about how much this impacted so many different people, um, that were, again, alums, supporters, past wrestlers, you know, the current wrestlers that were on that team, but also just wrestling across the country. Um, that's one, one, you know, thing that I look back and it just, you know, I see the big impact that it has when you drop the program. Yeah. I mean, I was, I was hoping to ask you what you thought about um, that quote. I'm, I'm not sure if that was a, a Bob Kustra quote. I read it out of the Statesman where he talked about wrestling was a dying sport at the D one level. And it, it sounds like uh that that one stuck out in my mind, but it, I don't know if that's what you're referencing right now, talking about wrestling being a dying sport. But that one that one stung. It was like, you know, cut the cut the program, but at least be a little more gracious in in you know the community that's involved in this sport because it it, it almost sounded like he was trying to create a movement with it. It, it, it it's uh, well problematic. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, and, 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 you know, when people make decisions, that they'll try and validate them by saying things, whether they're true or not true, and it doesn't, you know, they just try and make whatever decision they make, you know, you know, to, to uh, you know, make make sense, you know, for lack of terms, you know, they just try and validate it with, with things that uh, necessarily aren't true. Tough truth of some of these decisions people have to find ways to justify them and you know it's unfortunate that they don't often acknowledge the people that they do affect um in your new position at northeastern um is any of your staff from boise state moving over there with you no so i had uh, an assistant coach that was here and a uh, week after i got here he had took another opportunity at another university a little closer to home and um so um, yeah, I just kind of recently went through the, the process of getting an assistant coach, and I've got one, a guy that wrestled for me at, at Bakersfield. Uh, Adam Fierro is going to be my assistant coach, and he'll be out here this next week. So, I mean, I, I feel real fortunate to have a high-caliber, you know, top D1 wrestler out here as an assistant coach. So I feel really good about that. And, uh, yeah, unfortunately, just the timing of – of uh this transition um i wasn't able to bring uh any of my staff from from boise state here how long did you guys spend at boise before they dropped it so we were just there one year so yeah we obviously left you know he was at in bakersfield for you know 10 years and i was there for for 14 years coaching but he was there as an athlete for five and, and coaching for five. And so, you know, that was kind of our home and yeah, we uprooted and, 
went to our next uh, opportunity where we thought we were moving to, you know, really secure, a really secure situation. And, um, you know, obviously, you know, it, it wasn't. Um, but, yeah, and it's sad because a guy like, you know, Riley Orozco, he's a great coach. I mean, he's affected a lot of guys in the right way. He's the kind of coach that, that, uh, that you want. You know, it's the reason why I, you know, really wanted him to be at Boise State with me because he's one of those guys that, you know, as a coach, you 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 know you 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 got a you've got a job to do. And it's not just coaching technique in that resting room, but it's it's connecting with guys. It's it's helping them develop their character. And you know, he was a high character coach that um, you know helped guys grow in that way. And and it's sad when a guy like him, you know, is no longer in that position where he's you know where we're recruiting 18-year-old guys and bringing them into a program and, and obviously helping them advance their their wrestling at the collegiate level and their academic careers at the collegiate level. And, you know, it's really a time where, you know, guys are becoming men and starting to, you know, really, I won't say figure out who they are, but develop into who they're going to be. And so a guy like that that was great at that is, you know, now, you know, maybe going to be moving in a different line of field where he's not going to affect, you know, great kids and helping, helping kids become, you know, men and very productive people and, and the right kind of people that, you know, you want uh, in your community or wherever you're at affecting, you know, the next kids. So it definitely sad. And I hope that he finds it, you know, another opportunity and something opens up for him because he deserves to be, coaching at the collegiate level and helping kids. Yeah, it's well put. I, I hope he does too. I hope he sticks with the sport. Um, with Northeastern, are you, do you have a situation there where you're recruiting in kids from outside the state? Yeah, there's a lot of guys that are actually from out of state on our roster. I mean, we got a couple of kids from Florida, one from Montana, um, kids from, you know, obviously, kids in Colorado, um, but yeah, kids from Texas. So we got kids from from all over, and you know, I don't, you know, I'm new to, you know, this area. I mean, I haven't been in Colorado for quite a few years. I know there's Colorado has improved a lot at the high school level. There's a lot of college programs here. And there's ten college programs, some D2 and and some D, couple D1 programs. So um, you know, I'm we'll be figuring out which you know, where to recruit. Obviously, I want to recruit, you know, from this region in Colorado first, but also, you know, we'll be recruiting some out-of-state guys as, as well. But um, definitely there's a, a variety of guys right now on our team from, from different states, which, you know, is, uh, you know, just maybe it was a little bit surprising for me, you know, really thinking, you know, that the junior college might be, you know, you know recruiting guys from, you know, the connected states, but it goes further than that. And so, uh, which is good. You get guys from different areas and, and really recruiting is recruiting. You just want to bring in guys that are going to, you know, fit in with the program and, and uh, guys that want to, you know, wrestle in college and get their degree. And for me, it's going to be a little bit different now because, you know, I, you know, I'm doing the same thing. I'm coaching in college, but it's helping these guys get to their next college program. Um, so it's a little twist to, to uh, you know, recruiting guys now. 
Can you elaborate a little bit on fitting the program? I know you're still pretty new at Northeastern, but what what does fitting into Northeastern look like for a kid coming out of high school? You know, well, I think when it, it, just for recruiting anywhere, at, at, you know, every college, you know, for me, fitting in is fitting in with this program. You know, when you're wrestling at a college, you know, you're you're there's a culture there with every program. And you have a group of guys that are a family. And, you know, obviously, you know, as a coach, your job is to get these guys to maximize their potential in both their athletic career and their academic career. And so, you know, fitting in is, is fitting in with the culture that is set. And, you know, um, you know, I want guys that are high character guys and that are committed to to that. And, and um, you know, I don't, I don't know. Um, really how much that exists at all a college or how much a priority that is for some coaches. And I'm not, you know, saying that it doesn't exist at other places. It does. Um, but for me, it's, it's a priority, like a big priority. And I, and I let recruits know that right away. And, and if that's what they're looking for, a high character program with a coach, it's going to kind of demand that. And, and um, it's going to push them, you know, to, to, and to get the grades, the best grades they can, where they're study hall and, you know, they're going to get pushed in the rest of the room where it's going to be demanding, where, you know, they're, they're going to reach their, you know, the peak of their, of, of what they can in wrestling. Um, and that's, you know, that's the right fit. And, and of course, you know, you almost think that that's automatic at all, all colleges, but every coach does it a little bit differently in different ways. And, and so that's what kind of, you know, long answer to what I mean fitting in, but you know, there's that, and then of course you, you're fitting into a community as well, and the and the college community. So that's that's definitely a part of it. But I think the primary thing for recruits, and I tell this to recruits all the time, you got to find the right fit for you, and um, you know that's why they take visits, that's why you take a recruiting visit. You know, you get to that campus and you you meet the guys on the team. And you can get a sense of, you know, those guys in the team if you're going to fit in and you get to meet the coaches and you get to see if you fit in and you get to take a tour of the college and you see if that's kind of what you're looking for and you get a little bit of the, you know, experience of the community and you see if that's the right kind of fit for you. And every college camp is going to be different. There's going to be some that are real similar in a lot of ways, but they're going to be unique as well. And so, um, you know, I Big thing for me is is making sure that the kids get you know go to a place where it's the right fit. My picture of a junior college is very much skewed by my location. I'm a California guy. I've been in the Bay Area for a long time, um, but as I've coached, I've realized that junior colleges are drastically different throughout the country. Um, is Northeastern is that a place that like? Um, has dorms and um, what are their athletic facilities looking like? I know where I'm at, you know, there's no, not a single junior college has any on-campus housing at all. And the athletics is kind of a, almost a secondary thing where I'm at, but it sounds like they've got, you know, supportive administration. Does that uh, correlate with, you know, good athletic facilities, um, residential options and all the things that go with kind of that college experience. Yeah, you know, so here it's, it's you know there are dorms here, so it is you know you're going to get the experience of that you would at, at a, a you know a big 
college, a four-year college, because you're right, some junior colleges, community colleges don't have dorms. They're more of a commuter campus where this, you have dorms here. And, um, and you know, there is a priority with athletics here. And, um, you know, that's why they've added a couple programs in, in the past couple years. Um, and, you know, it's, it's funny you say that. I, I kind of, you know, I don't have a lot of experience with being on junior college campuses or community college campuses, but coming here for the first time, I wasn't, I wasn't sure what I was going to see. And, um, you know, I was, I was, I was envisioning walking into just maybe some gym or some room where they had some mats rolled up where maybe it was a multi-purpose room or multi-use room. Maybe they had, classes in there or dance in there or they would be rolled in a corner of a gym or some loft of the gym or something but you know I came here and there's actually a designated wrestling room and it's a good size and there's a huge office that's right next to it where the coaches offices are so I was I was impressed and um, yeah and they're still continuing to make upgrades to our wrestling room and our wrestling office and you know, there's a nice big event center where we wrestle our duels and um, actually pretty impressed with, with the facilities here. Do you foresee yourself using, you know, once you get settled in there, obviously, do you foresee yourself using some of your California connections to, to try to, you know, entice some kids to go out that direction? Yeah, absolutely. You know, I think the one thing that's unique about you know, or I'd say different is, you know, in California, you have, you know, the community college out there, but it's a different season, you know, it's August to December and it's a, it's a state championship, whereas, you know, this is a a national championship. So it's it's different in that. And, um, you know, obviously there's tons of talent in California and there's, you know, even with all the community colleges out there and the, and the four years, uh, colleges out there, there's, there's still a lot of California talent that um, needs an op, you know, a place to wrestle. And so definitely want to get some California kids out to Northeastern Junior College where, you know, they can experience a junior college out of state in Colorado. And, and you know, maybe they're looking more for competing at the, at the National Junior College Tournament. Um, and so it's a definitely a, a huge, huge um, interest in me is to get some California kids out here. Coach Mendoza, thank you for your time. We appreciate you coming on the Wrestling Life podcast. You have a good night. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Wrestling is Life podcast. Check us out next time. We'll be talking to the wrestling coach, Jeff Marsh.